Hello, naked peeps, and you are listening to another fantastic episode of The Naked Nerd. I am the Naked Nerd himself. How are you all doing, everyone? So, as of yesterday, I received a very high amount of downloads for last week's episode, which was Naked with YNOA. Um, first of all, I'd like to thank all my new followers, all my new followers on Twitter, all my new followers on uh, Instagram, uh, and a special hello to the couple of people who actually uh, took the time to email me and actually have a bit of a chat with me. Um, so, this particular episode will deal with multiple different experiences. Um, this week I actually had the chance to interview one particular person by the name of Dario. Now Dario is situated also in Queensland and he took the time to actually share with me uh, his own personal experience. Now before I actually get into the interview, there are a couple of things I need to point out. Just like last week's episode, the opinions and experiences may not necessarily be yours, but is a reflection of Dario's own personal experience. Uh, I must warn listeners that this particular interview does contain uh, some content related to mental health and issues related to sexual assault. Um, if So if you feel that these events that are going to be discussed may trigger you in any sort of way, then please uh, wait until at least 17 minutes uh, to continue on with the episode. Uh, but if you have had any issues related to uh, mental health and, and sexual assault, please contact your nearest uh, crisis centre, uh, whether it be in Australia, the UK, US, wherever you may be. Without further ado, let me introduce Dario to the show. Welcome, Dario, to the show. Yeah, well, yeah, thanks, Naked Nerd. All right, so first things first, how did you become a nudist? Um, well, I first became aware of it when I was about uh, eight years old, uh, back in uh, 1979. The BBC did a uh, documentary called uh, Let's Go Naked, which I uh, found uh, quite fascinating. It was all about uh, family nudism in uh, the UK and France and Europe and a little bit over in America and how the movement was uh, really uh, taking off over um, in the UK. Yeah, but I didn't really get into it until I was um, 19 years old. I went uh, to a uh, swim club in Brisbane called uh, Sunrays in the Gap. And um, yeah, it took me a few visits before I was really you know, comfortable enough uh, to get my gear off the minute I uh, walked in the door and uh, haven't really looked back since. Oh, wow. So you basically, uh, because you are from the UK, so what made you decide to travel to Australia? Um, it was a family decision um, at the time, uh, because I'm, I'm Anglo-Asian, uh, there was a lot of uh, racist uh, hate uh, towards uh, blacks and uh, Asians in the UK at the time. Uh, it, this was in the early 80s, and uh, my family thought uh, we'd have a better future uh, living in Australia. And um, besides that, my fa- my mum's uh, family was uh, and is uh, based there, and they wanted to take care of her parents before they uh, passed away. Yeah. Mm, that's fair enough. Um, so... In terms of your own experience, um, what do you say would be the best thing about being a nudist? Uh, best thing about being a nudist is uh, that it's uh, it's just um, a really good feeling. It feels much better to uh, do things like uh, you know swimming or have a massage or uh, do uh, you know praying or meditating uh, without the uh, confinements of uh, clothes on. And then there is the uh, there's also the mental and emotional freedom. I mean, at least uh, according to uh, uh, naked philosophy it's about having nothing to hide 
you know, from yourself and from other people. So, yeah, that's what uh, I, I sort of find attractive about it. I definitely have to agree with you on that, particularly with the whole aspect of mental health. I myself, I'd say that my own mental health uh, definitely changed after I decided to fully practice uh, being a nudist. Like, yeah. that that feeling, the absolute feeling that you get, just uh, it just releases that amount of burden, that, that uh, unnecessary uh, burden on, upon your shoulders, which is clothing. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, um, yeah, just uh, uh, about a year after I became a nudist, I had a uh, mental uh, breakdown because I was living a very stressful life and um, I was diagnosed with uh, schizophrenia and uh, dysthemia and uh, going out to um, yeah the swim club and also to uh, Pacific Sun Friends in um, Donnybrook and Alexandra Bay uh, just uh, sort of helped me get myself uh, back into balance within, within about a year or so, yeah. Good, good. See... That's see. That's what I like about being naked. Uh, that's what actually, in general, what I like to hear about uh, the whole aspect of being a nudist. That it actually does help you with your own mental struggles. Um, so you mentioned that uh, you, you were diagnosed with bipolar and schizophrenia. Uh, um, dysthemia is a chronic uh, depression. It's uh, different uh, to uh, bipolar. Bipolar is when you have sort of like ups and downs, but um, dysthemia is when you're on a constant down, even when things are going well for you. Oh, I see. Um, yeah. So uh, before uh, you got into nudism with those particular uh, mental health issues, uh, yeah. did any other alternatives to that helped at all? Or was it just uh, something that you had to basically uh, work out on your own? It was something I worked out on my own because um, the friends I had at the time weren't uh, supportive of me being a nudist and my family was like, uh, they, they accepted it, but they were totally indifferent about it. Yeah, that's, I think that's a very common thing, to be honest. And yeah, I, I, I can genuinely get that that can be something that's, particularly with families and with your own mental health, that can be quite a... a big issue but moving on to oh sorry uh, what were you about to say oh yeah my, my family are not news but they've uh, they've they've been like a new friendly like uh, when i was a kid and a teenager and um, yeah um, like my, my parents uh, you know weren't too uh, too uh, tight about uh, like uh, privacy or anything like that but uh, yeah once uh, we uh, sort of turned 18 you know where uh, that, that sort of thing uh, kind of changed a bit yeah mm. What has been, for you personally, what has been a really awkward thing about being a nudist? We've had a few uh, different opinions, but what, in your opinion, has been the most awkward? Uh, the most awkward, I think, uh, was uh, in 2006, I was at a uh, swimming club um, in uh, Brisbane. And um, one night I was uh, sexually uh, assaulted by one of the members when I was, um, I was relaxing on a lilo and they tried to tip me off it. And uh, I, I said, I said to them, you know, if you want, if you want it, you've got to ask me for it. And then they, they jumped on my back and uh, grabbed my groin and um, yeah, uh, and I, I fell off and I just uh, yeah, gave them a full a whole mouthful, you know, about um, what they'd done in front of everyone. Oh, geez. Yeah. And uh, I criticised the, the club's uh, committee about not taking a uh, harsher stance on who they were letting in and uh, about uh, inappropriate behaviour going on between the members and their ranks and they terminated my membership over it mm. 
But so, uh, so, the irony is that I'm uh, I'm now mates with the with the guy that assaulted me, but um, the others the, the 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 club's committee never forgave me for it. I will say that um, particularly with uh, some news communities, actually with all commu- news communities, we sh- we should have a better stance on uh, aspects of sexual assault. Do you think it's better now in terms of issues being dealt with? Um, I think it's slightly better than what it was uh, before. I mean, it's still happening and um, unfortunately will continue to happen. But um, yeah, with uh, the the internet and uh, social media now where people can come forward, there was a group on Facebook called um, Nudist uh, Hall of Shame where people, um, you know, who've had bad experiences at uh, nudist beaches or clubs or uh, social groups or whatever can uh, come forward about, um, you know, some of these undesirable uh, people and uh, out them, whether it's online or in real life. And, um, yeah, it's a steadily growing community. And, um, yeah, people are, are starting to you know feel safe about, um, you know, recounting negative experiences. There's quite a bit of a speak no evil uh, kind of thing in the nudist um, community, especially with the older members, which I uh, don't agree with. I believe that nudism is something about being transparent, being honest, having nothing to hide and being authentic. Yeah. Absolutely. I completely agree with you on that in terms of being authentic and being genuine. Um, in term- Well, moving on to a little bit uh, more of a positive note, what has been a highlight for you? Uh, of- uh, this, yeah, this is quite easy. The highest uh, yeah, uh, highlight of uh, me being a nudist was um, uh, starring in a couple of uh, videos by uh, the Brisbane rock band uh, Violent uh, Soho. I don't know if you're a fan of them, but um, I've uh, been uh, friends with the band since uh, 2012. Um, yeah, in, in late 2012, the bass player Luke uh, Henry um, invited me to... Uh, yeah, to star in their video for Neighbor Neighbor, which was the B side of their single uh, Tinderbox. And um, there was a scene where I, I jumped in the swimming pool with um, my pants on and I yeah, ripped my pants off and uh, chucked them at the cameraman to a standing ovation and all that kind of thing. And uh, yeah, we had, a, we had a real hoot doing it. But um, yeah, it missed the cutting room floor. So um, about six months later, Luke uh, messaged me again on Facebook and said, uh, hey, look, uh, you know, we're... Yeah, we're aware that you do this uh, well naked bike ride in Brisbane, uh, but um, yeah, we've never heard of it before. But uh, yeah, would you be willing to uh, yeah recount uh, the event for our next clip in the aisle? And I said yeah, and um, yeah, uh, he picked me up and he uh, yeah took me out to uh, Redcliffe um, early in the morning for the for the clip, and uh, I was riding a bike uh, wearing a tank coloured g-string and uh, sticking up all these well naked bike ride uh, flies all around the place. And then uh, about four in the afternoon, we uh, we finished up at uh, the Kangaroo Point Clips, and um, yeah, the uh, th- that was a clip that really broke uh, Violent Soho from being like a uh, underground band into becoming a household name. And uh, the single they put out after that, covered in chrome, has become their signature tune. So yeah, I'm really proud of the guys, um, you know, uh, for um, yeah for all the work they've done and for having me as a part of their uh, history. Yeah, that is fantastic. That's absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, so, in terms of your whole experience, what would you say has been the most common question that you get asked in, uh, by, say, non-nudist friends? What, what would you say is the most common question that you get asked? Oh, if I had a uh, if I had a dollar every time that everyone else asked me, oh, is this a swing group or is there anything sexual about it? I'd be a billionaire by now. Uh, can I tell you, I, I would be probably, 
I would say in the same league as either Oprah or JK Rowling at this point, because I've been asked so many times that particular question as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, there, there are like, uh, you know, swinging nudists out there and uh, nudists who are like uh, polyamorous and that. But um, yeah, they, they only play uh, like a substantial part in my community. But uh, I'm more into like uh, the uh, what they call the vanilla family nudism, you know, where the, there is no uh, sexual entertaining or anything like that with it. Yeah. Lastly, uh, what um, projects are you working on or what have been some projects that you have worked on um as being part of the community. What are some projects that you've been working on? Okay, well, aside from organising the World Naked Bike Ride in Brisbane off and on, um, in 2011, I did a, um, uh, organise a charity uh, photo shoot for the Butterfly Foundation at uh, Balcaz in uh, Capulture. And uh, we got a, a couple of uh, photographers um, to do a Spencer Tunic type photo shoot where we were all like uh, lying down on the ground naked in the, in the big shape of a heart. and. Um, we were standing up and uh, we had one photographer who was standing on, on the roof of the, of, of the main building and uh, shooting us from downwards. And, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh, we got a lot of uh, younger people uh, taking part, uh, those uh, who normally wouldn't incorporate nudism in their lives. And, um, yeah, yeah, we had an absolute ball uh, doing it, yeah. Um, and at the moment I'm also um, trying to work on a uh, rock band um, in Brisbane uh, that's out to market um, – the uh, naturist um, yeah, way of life uh, to mainly uh, the Generation X and Y and Z and Millennial uh, audiences uh, doing original music. Oh, cool. So is that still a work in progress or you, have you got a Yeah, band? it is. Yeah. Um, have you ever listened to the uh, Naturist uh, Living Show uh, yourself? I have. Yeah. Well, the um, the uh, host, uh, Stephen DeShane's, um, interviewed me about it in uh, late November last year and uh, after he uh, saw some of my music on um, SoundCloud and uh, yeah, he was uh, like, you know, pretty riveted and uh, yeah, wanted to ask me a bit more about it and uh, why I was doing it. And uh, there are, there are only like a handful of other nudist musicians out there. There is a, um, a South African uh, sister uh, punk band called the Soap Girls who uh, perform in stage uh, just wearing only boots and their knickers and a, uh, and their wiry, uh, yeah, crowns and their brother, the drummer just uh, plays wearing a pair of uh, cargo shorts, oh. <laughs> and uh, that yeah they they also uh, encourage uh, audiences uh, to uh, yeah get naked on stage to a song they do called their uh, society's rejects and bad bitch uh, at the end of their sets, and uh, yeah some of the guys in the audience you know get up and uh, they dance around on the stage with the girls and uh, yeah they have uh, lots of fun. Oh cool yeah. cool all right well before we end this interview. Um, so what would you like to say to people who, uh, are thinking about trying, uh, the nudist experience? What would you say to those people? Um, basically one word is YOLO. <laughs> you only live once. Um, yeah, it's definitely give it, give it a try a few times, but, uh, be street wise about it. You know, understand that there is, there is dark side to it. You've all, you've always got to be on, yeah, you've always got to be on guard, you know, because, uh, as I've uh, reiterated before, there are some, you know, people who get into it for the, uh, for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, that's something that I believe most people have experienced, but uh, we are trying so hard just to at least deal with it as much as we can. But, but on that note, um, mm. 
on that note, I'd like to say thank you for joining the show. Yeah, you're most welcome. Um, any, would you like to say uh, any final comments to the, our listeners? Yeah, um, yeah. Hope you've enjoyed the the, the podcast. I'm going to say also uh, thank you to um, Michael Connolly, otherwise known as uh, Nudie Man, uh, who um, yeah featured uh, your page on his uh, Facebook page, Australian Nature's News. And uh, if I hadn't uh, you know come across it, then you know I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. Fantastic. All right, Dario. Well, you have a lovely afternoon, and uh, thank you for uh, joining us on the Naked Nerd. Yeah, it's a pleasure. And that was Dario, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, if you feel like you want to share your own particular uh, nudist experience, please feel free to contact me uh, via the Naked Nerd, um, either through Twitter, at um, Naked Nerd One, or through the Facebook page, Naked Nerd Podcast, or through Gmail, which is Naked Nerd Podcast at gmail.com. Now, uh, with that in mind, I've actually had people come up to me on these particular platforms and message me their particular uh, experiences. Like Paul from New Hampshire in the United States writes, I want to start off with I'm a recent subscriber of your podcast and it's great. I love hearing about other people's experiences with naturism, but I also like hearing about their lives as a whole. Being a nurse slash naturist is just one part of that. Episode 23 of your podcast is a great example of this. Uh, as I, the listener, get to understand you and your friend's passion of Doctor Who. I've personally never seen Doctor Who, but I used to be a big fan of Star Trek, although it was mostly the original series. Uh, yeah, me too. I'm a big fan of the original series as well. Um, the Next Generation, a little bit of Deep Space Nine, and the movies. Uh, my favourite movie was Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home, but that was because of the whales. One of my favourite childhood memories is watching The Next Generation with my father. It was funny though because my younger brother gravitated towards Star Wars so some of our sibling rivalry was over what was better. I was a big fan of Sequest DSV. I always got a kick of Darwin, the talking dolphin. See, that just brings me back to a good place, ladies and gentlemen. Sequest DSV, I remember watching that as a kid as well, just wanting to get more of it. And uh, thank goodness someone actually remembered the name of that dolphin, Darwin, because I remember Darwin so well. Um, so, continue on. Uh, I just wanted to share my experience with nudism slash naturism so far. I recently, in the past two years, discovered naturism. I read in the past... In passing, a Facebook article over how it could potentially help with body image issues. I thought to myself, what could uh, learning more about it hurt? I'm turning 36 on January. Uh, sorry, I'm turning 36 on February 29th. Sorry about that. Uh, and I'm kicking myself in the butt for not learning about naturism early in my life. I'm a big guy. I weigh over 515 pounds, or just about 234 kilograms. I've struggled with weight loss. I was usually the guy at the beach wearing a shirt over my swim shorts and I always was ashamed of being seen. I was big in school and I refused to participate in gym class because I knew I'd have to shower in front of the other boys in class. I also currently have an operable uh, hydrocell in my scrotum is rather large and I felt the longest time I don't look normal down there. 
As I've learned more about naturism, I've learned that normal is subjective, and no one is going to judge me uh, for it, which has always been a fear of mine. And I'm with you on that, because uh, one of the things uh, that me and Paul share is that I have this issue about uh, understanding what is normal, or rather having this idea of normal being... uh, being forced upon my life but what exactly is normal these days um and it is as paul uh, very bluntly put it it's subjective um but continuing on when i first started my nature's journey my housing situation wasn't ideal so i was relegated to being naked in the bedroom after hours i got comfortable with that and while my girlfriend didn't join in she'd been incredibly supportive I wanted to progress to visiting a new beach. I'm not sure how it is in Australia, but over here in the United States, everyone of the 50 states has a state motto. I live in New Hampshire, which is live free or die. <laughs> live free or die state. Ironically, the live free does part doesn't apply to nudity. The state of the left of New Hampshire, Vermont, is more open to nudity. Uh, we went to a place called, uh, nicknamed The Ledges, um, and we had a blast. It was my first time skinny dipping, or chunky dunky. Uh, if you want to call it that. It was incredibly freeing. While no one talked to us, no one stared at us. No one brought up the beach while Sonny, uh, himself on the rocks. It felt great. A month later, we went back to Vermont. We went to a place called Lake Willoughby. My girlfriend went with me again, but didn't feel comfortable getting naked because she didn't see the site stating uh, the part of the beach we were going uh, towards. Sorry. Uh, the sign stating well, the part of the beach we were going to was clothing optional. Uh, we still had a great time, although the beach did get invaded by the crowds overflowing from the textile side. There was a group from Quebec Canada behind us. Uh, my girlfriend caught them a couple point sorry, times pointing and leering at me when I'd go into the water, but I didn't care anymore. I was naked for my comfort and I wasn't going to let their stares take my joy away. Late in the summer, I convinced my girlfriend to go with me to a small resort in Vermont called Abbott's Glen. It was kind of the icing of the on the cake, since... We were there at the end of the summer. There wasn't a lot of people there, so while we didn't get to interact with too many people, it was still a good time. I loved the feeling of using the outdoor shower and just letting my body dry on its own as I walked around the grounds. The people I did get to talk to were wonderful. Not a single person commented on my weight or my hydrocell. Unfortunately, it's winter here now. It's currently 10 degrees uh, Fahrenheit, um, uh, which I think translates to minus 12 degrees Celsius. That is cold. Um, I've joined the local naturist group, uh, Naturist New Hampshire, but I haven't been able to go to one of the meets yet. Uh, there's one coming up in March I'm hoping to attend. I'd love to go to be able to uh, make news friends. One of my biggest struggles with this journey so far is that most of my friends and family don't know about, uh, no, uh, sorry, and 
the ones I do while supportive of me won't join in. Uh, my girlfriend has been amazing through this, and I couldn't be more happier. But for her, it's not at a pace I'm at. I am. Um, it's truly, I truly believe naturism is a wonderful lifestyle with so many positive attributes, and I love to see it normalized. It's a lifestyle that's inclusive towards everyone, regardless of race, gender, age, sexual orientation, etc. You see images of celebrities on nude beaches all the time and no one says anything. Not everyone has the money or time just to drop everything to go to places like St. Martin or other places where nudity is permitted, like they do. It really should be available to everyone, everywhere. Thanks for taking the time to read this. I can't wait for the next episode of the of the podcast to drop. So that was Paul, everyone, from uh, New Hampshire in the United States. And while, yes, it was quite a long email, I felt I needed to read this because it just brings me to uh, talk about quite a lot of uh, things that I feel are really important to talk about, particularly with this idea of body image. Uh, Paul was very brave to actually speak of this particular uh, issue that he's had, uh, as well as Daru, who was actually really brave to actually put his uh, point across. But if you have any similar stories you'd like to share, or if you have any different stories that you would like to share, please feel free to contact me. Uh, lastly, I'd like to actually talk to you guys about someone who I've been talking to on Skype, uh, Lance from Adelaide. And we've been talking for the last couple of days about uh, how he feels about the show, but also our concurrent love of Doctor Who. It's actually really fascinating to be able to, to be able to speak to him uh, because he was able to at least uh, share uh, some of uh, his own uh, takes on about Doctor Who, but also to have a bit of a take on uh, the last couple of episodes. Uh, he actually uh, talked about one of the episodes uh, with Mr. Black. Um, and he was also able to share uh, some things about himself, uh, about him being a nudist. Um, so he wrote, So far, I've only had the time to listen to uh, one of your podcasts, the interview with Mr. Black. Uh, very interesting from both the nudist and human perspectives. I'm looking forward to some downtime this evening to get really stuck into a few more. And I feel that uh, just by him saying that, uh, shows how much uh, it's appreciated uh, of others to get to hear other uh, experiences. Um, as I said before, uh, when I was interviewing um, Dan and Tash for last week, the experiences of them, as well as the experiences that you've been hearing about from Dario and from Paul, they may not necessarily be yours, but it's what they've experienced. And... Um, but I am appreciative of people taking the time to actually listen. Um, just having a bit of a listen just shows that you want to be able to have an understanding of what's going on. Now, um, if you do want to share your opinion, uh, please feel free to do that on the different platforms that I've set up. So that includes uh, Gmail, which is uh, nakednerdpodcast at gmail.com. Um, at Twitter, uh, nakednerd1. Um, 
on the Facebook page, which is Naked Nerd Podcast as well. Um, please be sure to like uh, the page and follow if you'd like. Um, I'd also like to give a big, big thanks to everyone who has been following. Uh, since last week, I've been uh, getting quite a few followers uh, on all platforms. So I'd like to give a huge shout out to everyone who has been doing so. Um, there also are a couple of surprises, but I don't want to share them as of yet until it's properly confirmed. But um, it's all appreciated uh, all the same. But again, if you want to share, please feel free to uh, talk to me or message me, uh, whichever you prefer. Um, oh, also, also forgot about Skype. If you want to contact me through Skype, uh, search for the uh, username Naked Nerd, and I'll be there to chat to you. But until next we uh, meet on the next episode of Naked Nerd. Please take care, um, eat fruit, um, and as always, live nude and be yourself. And this has been the Naked Nerd, signing off. Naked Nerd was proudly powered by Podbean.com. Logo created by Brent Little Creative Services and theme song created by The Naked Nerd.